Hello. Oh, you said it first. <laughs> Amanda's never talked first. That no. was exciting. Okay, we're back. <sighs> this is Ariel. And Amanda. And this is Swoon. Swoon. This and is our fourth? Oh, yeah. Episode, our fourth, yes, episode. Our fourth episode. Yep. So this is our fourth episode. And today we're not talking about celebrity, or we're not talking about actors. We're talking about musicians. Mm-hmm. Some underrated musicians. Underrated mm-hmm. in our country, anyway. Yeah. In the U.S. of A. Um, I think they're doing pretty well across the seas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, we're going to talk about Paolo Nutini and... Eugene Hutz of Gogol Bordello. Yeah. Or just Gogol Bordello in general, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but mostly the amazingness of Eugene. Yeah, Eugene's pretty fantastic. First, we're going to tell you what we're drinking, because we drank the whole bottle before we started. We each have like a glass left, but... So I got some free Francis Ford Coppola wine. Diamond collection. I think that means it's eleven ninety nine. <laughs> I really like Francis Ford Coppola. He's good. He well, he's great. <laughs> I don't know if he tastes every wine that they create. <laughs> but Sorry, it, Francis. He's not, yeah. Francis not, Ford Coppola is listening. Yeah, to, yeah. Any Coppola is listening. Any Coppola, to this. Yeah. Not even Jason Schwartzman would listen to this. <laughs> but um. Anyway, so. Okay, so we're drinking, we're having a good time, let's go, let's talk about Eugene Hutz first. Who is he? You tell us, because he's yours more than mine. Uh, Eugene Hutz is the, I think I'm saying his name right, Hutz? Hutz. It's Hutz. I don't know. We're American. It's, yeah. It's, it's very like, American. <laughs> Yeah. Um, he is the frontman of Gogo Bordello, um, which is, well, they describe themselves as gypsy punk. Yeah. Gypsy. So that's the best way I Romani? can think of describe describe it. Part? Yeah, he they're you know they all well some of them at least grew up in the Ukraine and USSR all that yeah so um, they're fun. Uh, I first heard of Eugene or Gogol Bordello I should say. Um, there was a movie that came out I don't know maybe four years ago five years ago now called Oh God More Than Wrist That Cutters it's A more Love than Story. That. It's got to be at least two thousand eight or nine. Yeah, because we saw them in concert mm-hmm. around that time too. So probably like six years ago or something. Yeah, um, there wrist was cutters, a yeah. movie Wrist Cutters that I actually watched the trailer for in their song. Um, the I think it was Through the Roof and Underground song was playing in the trailer, and I really liked it for some reason. Plus, I wanted to see the movie, and then I watched the movie and like. A little while later, realized that the actor, what's his name, Shea Wiggum, Shea Wiggum in which, the movie, which sounds like a like a Simpsons character, sounds like a really Wiggum. fake name, but yeah, that's his name. <laughs> and I love him. He's on Boardwalk Empire as uh, Nucky Thompson's brother, so you should Google him because he's like way talented. Shea Wiggum, go. No, sorry. <laughs> and he he plays a character named Eugene. Very, very similar to Eugene Hutz, and that's that's probably what they what they definitely intended to model him after. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I looked Gogo Bordello up after that, and have been a fan. Risk Cutters, by the way, is an underrated film. Yeah, um, that you need to watch with. Patrick Fugit, Shannon Sauceman, Sauce- Shannon Sauceman, 
Tom fucking Waits. Tom Waits. Goddamn Tom Waits. I love him so much. Tom Waits is the best, which we should do an episode on him because people in our generation are idiots and don't know who he is. Um, But yeah, so you need to see that movie. That is a great existential crisis, crazy, Mm -hmm. tragic, but also sweet film. Yeah. Um. And, and yeah, Eugene's music is all over it. Yeah. And so that's where, I didn't know that was where you learned that's, who he was. That's where I first heard about the band in general. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I, as I watched the film again, I realized that, oh my God, that's totally supposed to be the singer Eugene. of yeah. Bordello. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. No, great movie. First... Great, um, great band. G- Gypsy Punk is like, so we saw them maybe r- soon after that, like 2009. Like 2008, 2009. We yeah. saw them. We've seen them a couple times mm-hmm. and they put on the best show. Yeah. If you don't want to be bored, you know how concerts can get really boring where when a singer or a band just stands there and plays mm-hmm. their music and it sounds exactly like the album and you're just like, why am I here? I could just be listening to this on, yeah. on my car radio. Mm-hmm. Not Gogo Bordello. They no. go all fucking out. They're nuts. There's 30 of them on stage. <laughs> yeah. They're banging on buckets. They're running back and forth. They're breaking glass. Yeah. They're screaming at the top of their lungs. It's just a good time. Eugene never has a shirt on. <laughs> Um, they're just super fun and super, super energetic. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, but this is Ariel. I graduated college in 2009 and I was supposed to, um, go down, what is it? You you get your diploma. She was actually supposed to go to her graduation that day and get her diploma. It was like May 31st (laughs) and instead I... this was my biggest rebellious moment. I totally didn't go to that ceremony, and I went to a Gogo yeah. Bordello concert. She was like, fuck that. I'm seeing Gogo Bordello. Mm-hmm. I'll pick up my diploma tomorrow. Yeah, my mom was pissed. <laughs> she was like, I spent how much money on this? You still you, graduated. I graduated. You still got right. I was like, mom, I'll like dress up and take pictures with you if you want me to. But who cares? I know four people that are graduating. Yeah. I'm not going to sit through a nine-hour ceremony yeah. of going to Google. No, that is that is a badass thing to do. I thought that's, like, probably the most badass thing I've ever done. It's like, yeah. fuck society. I know. I'm going to a concert. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they, back to what you're saying, though, about bands when they just, like, you, you call it, what is it called, jamming? When they just play Jam bands, yeah. 19-minute songs. Which is great if you like that. We don't. It's great if you're on pot. Yeah. However, I feel like Gogo Bordello does kind of do that. They'll play their instruments, but it's like, like you said, they're everyone's dancing. Yeah. Everyone's fucking running around, yeah. going nuts. They're going nuts on stage. They're playing all sorts of weird instruments and things. It's like never a dull moment instead of just somebody standing there playing a guitar. Yeah, and what I like about their gypsy punk more than the, um, like, 80s punk of, like, Sex Pistols and all that, I don't like mosh pits. I don't like no. I don't like the violence that comes with um, a lot of the punk scene, and, like, you're, you think you're going to get hit in the face when you're in those groups. Yeah. Nobody at Gogo Bordello is ever violent. It's just jumping up and fucking down. Yeah. We're all smiling at each other. We're having the best time. It's not about getting rage out like it is with, you know a lot of those 80s punk bands. It's yeah. it's about having the best time of your fucking life. Yeah. 
everyone's just dancing and and it's just a good time yeah and they have some really really great songs um obviously um what what is it think globally fuck locally or that's the other way around no i think you're yeah that's right that song is awesome that is a good song go google that one uh our favorite song is start wearing purple i don't even know why they like purple so much (laughs) but but it makes me want to wear nothing but purple this song (laughs) and it's probably their most popular that might be what they're known for like if someone were to hear start them. wearing purple wearing purple <laughs> yeah start wearing purple for me now <laughs> right yeah it's a fun song it's that's, so fun yeah and they that's probably their biggest i guess yeah hit or like um american wedding american that's a wedding. really good one too have no, you ever been to american wedding basically where is how the, our weddings where start. is the vodka where is the marinated herring yeah <laughs> that's so perfect yeah. because yeah he, he's like uh, at this he's like part making fun of american weddings but part also saying like let's just lighten up kids yeah. let's have a that that's the number one thing about gogo bordello it's like let's have the best time that we can possibly have let's get drunk mm-hmm. and let's just be free and and happy and excited let's be fucking excited yeah i think i think mm-hmm. that's why i like them so much let's be excited like everything's so positive in their music yeah there's rarely a sad song except maybe alcohol but even Mm, that it's like it makes me want to drink alcohol there's (laughs) there's only a few where i think he because he's an immigrant so that's really important yeah yeah, yeah. so there's a few songs about that but even then they're like upbeat and like yeah they we're gonna overcome yeah like whatever and there's I haven't watched it in a while, but there's a documentary called The Pied Piper of Hutsavina, and it's kind of about where Eugene grew up and, and just the, you know, struggle of that area in the Ukraine where he came from. And But it's it was cool because the parts that I remember is he's visiting these towns, visiting these small villages, mm-hmm. and they're all just playing music. They're all just yeah. having fun. Yeah. Despite... Being in poverty. Right. Sometimes the poorest places are the happiest fucking places because they know what's important. Mm -hmm. And I think Eugene understands that more than most people. Um, He came from such, like, shitty, tragic background that, like, from a shitty, tragic background that he knows, like, this is, like, music is important. Having a good time is important. Let's Mm -hmm. rock it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really what else he knows. Is there to like, life? <laughs> I think, yeah, I look at Eugene and I'm like, he understands. Yeah, he understands what's important. He gets mm-hmm. life. His music is so fun. Yeah, and there's sorry, sorry, no, there's just <laughs> like there's, there's, there's just, just so animated. There's there are not very many tragic moments in his music, which I really like. No. a lot. Um, yeah, he just seems to understand it, the world. There's always a sense of, yeah, even like if he's talking, singing, talking, whatever, about something serious, there's mm-hmm. always that like hope in it. Yeah, or there's like a happiness or like going to kind it. of like a fuck it attitude. Yeah. Like, let's just do this. Let's yeah, just like, live. oh, we can't like, change how shitty this is. Let's yeah. fucking dance. Yeah. yeah. It's very cool. But um, you, you also told me that he has a documentary which i haven't seen with mm-hmm. madonna or madonna made the documentary or i haven't seen it either actually oh. i don't know if it's a documentary or just a movie 
but Madonna directed it, and he's in it. I even forgot what it's called. Oh my god, what was it called? I don't know, but they they they've been to they did so there was that live Earth concert thing that happened a few years ago. It was like this big. They had big names performing, and it was about saving the Earth or whatever. And Madonna actually performed with Gogo Bordello on one of her songs, which I'm not gonna lie, that was the only reason I watched the live Earth thing was because I heard yeah that they were gonna be on it. Filth and Wisdom. Filth and Wisdom. That's the name of the Madonna movie. I Google with him. Yeah. Um, but I have not seen it. I have seen he's done a couple of things. Um, the one that I've seen though is Everything Is Illuminated. It's based off a book. Um, it has Elijah Wood in it, and he, um, Elijah Wood plays like a just a fellow that's just a fellow, just a fellow that's trying to uh, find. It, it kind of almost it reminded me of someone who's like really into their genealogy basically oh cool he's trying to trace you know who people are in his um past and he meets up with this family uh, it's like a grandfather and then eugene hutz is the the son and then there's a little brother that he has and they're like they're his Elijah Wood's tour guides, basically, uh-huh. but they don't know what the fuck is happening or what they're, um, where they're supposed to be going. And it, it was funny. It was a cute movie, and um, Eugene and it is really hilarious. And it's he looks different too. He doesn't oh, he have, doesn't his, have his, he doesn't giant have mustache. his trademark mustache. He doesn't have his long hair. He's very baby faced, actually. Aww. So it's yeah, it's it's a funny movie. It's cute. I would watch it if you're into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Eugene is um going back to filth and wisdom. I don't I haven't seen it, but just the title of that movie is kind of what I see him like you you see him in a lot of videos and you see him in in person and you're like, "Oh, he probably doesn't shower every day." <laughs> but this guy knows more than I do. He understands more than I do. So mm-hmm. he's got that filth and, and wisdom. That's a yeah. perfect fucking title for him. Filth and wisdom. Yeah. Because he's dirty in like a hot way. He's like a hot, dirty guy. But he's also, he also seems like he could sit down and tell you some shit. And you'll yeah. understand the world better because of him. Yeah. He's like. he need, Yeah. His music needs to be fucking bigger in mm-hmm. the U.S. Like I never hear him on the radio and you guys are stupid for not playing it. And it's fun. It's upbeat stuff that you yeah. know our pop stars come out with today there's it's really uh, it's no such dance music you want to yeah. dance you want to sing along. but it's upbeat and and dance music but i feel like his also has meaning too i guess whereas some of the more current pop, mm. it's about like a fucking breakup sure. or something stupid like that yeah his is a bit his lyrics i guess are a bit more in uh, depth on yeah like social issues yeah like that a lot but, about social shit but but uh, it's fun it's not the but it's yeah it's not depressing and, at all never even that alcohol song is like i just want to sing along to it even though he's like he knows he's an alcoholic in the song yeah. and he knows he shouldn't be drinking so much and it's like eh, i'm probably it's gonna good one i'm probably gonna drink a lot anyway yeah <laughs> yeah it's great it's great eugene's great gogol g-o-g-o-l Bordello, and Bordello is like um, a brothel. Asta, basically, brothel. It's yeah. a prostitute yeah. house. <laughs> good name, good name. 
Um, Who did he say it was like Nikolai uh, Gogol? Was yeah, the, yeah. Some some uh, Ukraine Ukrainian uh, dude. Yeah, is Gogol. So just uh, Google that. Check Google Gogol. Check him out, and at least you can say. I've listened to Gypsy Punk before. That's yeah. really that's a different you're kind of way thing to cool say. Yeah. If you like Gypsy Punk, <laughs> yeah. you're you're gonna be fucking hip, and the kids at school are gonna like you. Yeah. Um. So Google Google. Mm-hmm. Google that Google. Try saying that. Oh my god. Google 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 Google. You sound like a baby. Google Google. Let's move on. Let's get to Paolo Nutini, the Italian from Scotland. He's also kind of a, you can say when you listen to him that you're kind of hip. You're fucking hip. He's very like bluesy Mm -hmm. kind of, he's got a great fucking voice. Yeah, it's so deep and and soulful. Yeah. And I told, I said this to Amanda earlier, like if you close your eyes and listen to some of his slower songs, you think, this is a black man from the slave era, yeah. which is fucking crazy because he's just this this kid from the nineties, yeah. um, in Scotland. So obviously his inspirations go very deep. I, I think he listened to a lot of blues, a mm-hmm. lot of funk, mm-hmm. um, and he's he, he's so great. It makes me cry. <laughs> his songs make me cry. Even the up- <laughs> Beat ones make me cry. I love every moment that he is on my radio, which is not enough. No. America! I know. You hear his songs maybe once in a while. His When his first album came out, what the big one was probably the New Shoes song. New Shoes. Which is probably the one that people would be most familiar with. Yeah, we haven't really figured out how to um, play quality sound on here yet like for music mm-hmm. so i'll just sing it too hey i got some new <laughs> shoes baby dude. okay but i'm not gonna sing actually but yeah uh he has three albums and i, I have a lot to say about paulo uh because i have a lot of experience with paulo she she introduced me to Paolo, yeah. so she's she's loved him for so my a whole long time <laughs> my whole life my you know my parents have gotten the Rolling Stone magazine obviously and I rarely look through it these days ever since it became magazine-ish and yeah. less you know they used to have those big that it was huge it was it's like newspaper yeah. like type paper and now it's like a, a shitty little magazine but. Um, I used to look through it a lot when it was a big magazine. Anyway, uh, so back in like 2007, I was looking through their Rolling Stone and I saw a picture of Paolo and it was just a tiny thing and somebody reviewed, like gave him three or four stars for his album, These Streets. And I thought, that's the cutest boy I've ever seen in my life. So I, I, I went on the internet and looked him up and I was just ecstatic with his sound. So I made Amanda listen to him. <laughs> And I, and I, I did, I mean, like, it was, so I discovered who he was, I really liked his music, three months later, I found out he was coming to the Double Door in Chicago for a free fucking show, show. and it was his first time in America, and it was his first show in America. And we were there. And we were there <laughs> front and center. Yeah. Because I, we waited outside for three or four hours in January Chicago weather, which is like a negative 20. It's pretty awful. It was the <laughs> most awful wait of my life. And Amanda and I have waited for a lot of things and a lot of people before. And this was the coldest I've ever been in my life. And we got inside 
And we went to the front. Thank you, Double Door. I love you so much. Dermot Mulroney's brother owns the Double Door. Anyway. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dermot Mulroney's <laughs> brother owns it. I think Dermot has a share in it, we too. We need to go there more often. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So we get there, and we listen to the concert, and it's the best. I, I've literally never been so happy in my life. Mm-hmm. Still, I haven't, I haven't been as happy in my life. What do you, what? I thought of something, and what? I'll let you finish. Okay. I just, yeah, go ahead. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I so, just gotta remember it. So, we listened to it, and it's the best moment of my life, and afterwards, we get a picture with his guitarist, Donnie Little, who is just the cutest guitarist in the world. He I just loved him. Oh my god, I <laughs> loved him so much, and his shirt was open, and he was the cutest guy. So, I got a picture with him, and then uh, we buy his, we buy Paolo's album, These Streets, which you should by right that now. That is actually my favorite song off that These album. Streets. These is, streets. Yeah. I love it. It's, it makes it's me so cry. I have a story sweet. about that too. Yeah. I have a story about that song which I'll get to. But okay, so we meet him and uh for some reason only I could take a picture like one of us could take a picture with him that time. It, it, it happened weird. where like we couldn't like you had to each buy an album and I already had the CD of course obviously mm-hmm. but you had to buy a CD to meet him so Amanda bought a CD so I could meet him which was the nicest thing somebody <laughs> could do for you but so she bought the CD so I could meet him I stood in line and she took a picture of us together which I will put up and it's wonderful and he looks so beautiful <laughs> but he also asked me my name in his little Scottish accent and I said it was Ariel and he said oh like the little mermaid I love that movie it's my favorite Disney movie and the part with um Sebastian and the French chef is my favorite part and I was just like hee yes yes yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you say Paulo I love you and then uh, when I was starting to walk away, and he, and he, and he kissed me on the cheek, and that was the end of my life. <laughs> I just died right at that moment. Not expecting that at I was all. not expecting, because he wasn't kissing everyone. Yeah. Let me be clear. He was not kissing all the girls that came up to him to take pictures. We weren't expecting to meet him. No. Let alone him kissing I wasn't expecting to be the first in the row like the, fir- yeah. in the first row I wasn't expecting to meet him I wasn't expecting him to touch me yeah uh, I wasn't expecting a picture with him but yeah he wasn't kissing everyone and and I guess he liked my name a lot so he kissed me on the cheek and that's probably still the best thing that's ever happened yeah. to me it's ah. a good it's a good experience I feel to me Paolo is like it's like Beatles, Stones, Paolo Mutini. Like, he's my... <laughs> he's up there. He's my ultimate. He's up there. But what were you going to say? Oh. Amanda. Um, That's Amanda talking now. Yes, I'm Amanda. So... <sighs> I'm so drunk, I have to at that <laughs> At that concert, <laughs> I had never heard of Amy Winehouse or that rehab mm. song. I swear to God, I had not heard it. No, you hadn't. He played it. He did a cover of it at the show yeah, and I, I was like oh my god this is the best song ever I love it mm-hmm. his voice with it is perfect after the show I realized it's not his he didn't write it he didn't whatever and I listened to the Amy Winehouse version and good but Paolo's no version. offense but I was like I know, no god damn I wish Paolo lady, but... was the one who did that he 
But then after that, oh. you you found out you kept Googling or YouTubing him, and you found out, oh, Paolo does a lot of uh, covers, and, and he oh, he does it better he than does, the original. He is the best. I mean, normally when people do covers, you're like, eh, you know. It's okay. Yeah. He does the best covers, and not like, I think Amy Winehouse is the, the rehab song is like, Probably his only big hit poppy kind of popular song that he covered, mm-hmm. but he did this cover of "Between the Devil and the Deep Blue Sea." Oh my that god! I love. Yeah, um, he did a cover of um, nope. "I, I Want to Be Like You" from the Jungle Book. Dude, <laughs> so much oh fun! Oh my god! He did it the second time. I think we saw him. Yeah, and yeah. We've seen Pablo three times. He did. There was uh, "Down in Mexico." Yeah, by the Coasters. He did a cover of that. And I, I came across a video of him in Italy. He did a little bit of Caruso, which is like Luciano Pavarotti oh type stuff. Like, and with his voice, because he doesn't have an opera voice. He yeah. has a very bluesy voice. And, but he still did it so well. And I was, I'm sure there are other covers that he's done and I'm just forgetting them. But yeah. He's good. He's so good. And tell us, um, tell us about the second time that we saw him and met and you and you getting to meet him because I di- I didn't take a picture of him the second time you did because I was like oh I already did this let's let Amanda have her turn. <laughs> yeah, we met him or we we went and saw him a second time, not for free, I might add, um, but it was fun. And that's when he did the "I Want to Be Like You" cover, which. Everyone went nuts when he did it because that's the best song out of the Jungle Book. Let's be honest. I love the Jungle Book, but it's that's a great song. Um, and afterwards, I guess they because he was bigger now. He he had a hit song and everything, and uh, we were gonna try and wait again afterwards to see him. And we were one of the first ones in line. And I run up there, get a picture real quick, and then yeah. they, like, cut the line off and were like, oh, he's not, he's just, like, signing or something. Yeah. Um, but it, it seemed like when we did that, like, he was would have been okay with taking pictures, but he was kind of like, I'm sorry, that guy. Yeah, he, the security to wanted them yeah. to go quickly. Um, that but second, I snuck in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. That second time, too, was also free. We did not have to pay for that. I forgot where really? it was. Really? I thought we did. No, it was I the just said third. We did. No, we didn't. I'm pretty sure we did. No, no, the second time was also free. It was the third time that we had to pay $30 each, and we didn't get to meet him because he had risen to his... I just want to say it's not a problem that we had to pay. He's worth it. He's worth it. Oh, my God. I would pay $100 to see him. I'm just saying I thought it was exciting that we knew him so early on that um, his his shit was free. Yeah. But the third time we saw him, it was like, oh, he has gotten huge. People have noticed his... Yeah, his moment. Yeah, yeah, people have noticed him and noticed that that new shoe song and Jenny Don't Be Hasty was really popular yeah. for a little while in 2007 and eight. Um, And so the third time we had to pay to see him, which was fine. And I was excited. I was like, oh, my God, if we have to pay for him, that means people love him and they know who he is and things are going to sell out now. Yeah. Um, he was really, really high during that concert. Oh, my gosh. He was yeah, he so was high or drunk or something. Yeah, I think a little bit of both. I don't know what you were on, Paolo, but it was it was funny. It was a funny concert. Yeah. More than anything because you were really high. Um, <laughs> but then after that, I was expecting, oh, I'm just going to see this guy every year. 
Oh, I'm just yeah. gonna constantly like. Yeah, because he's gonna he's be like my number right one. In a row almost. It was literally like yeah, three years in a row. Yeah, I'm just gonna see. Him. I'm just yeah. gonna see you every year for the rest of my life. But something happened where like America didn't latch on as hard as they should have. I think Europe has. Yeah, uh, they seem to really dig him mm-hmm. and really love his sound. He has a new album out called Caustic Love, which is great. But um, yeah, he kind of fell off. But he fell off the there. American yeah. bandwagon, and I, and that's why we're here to tell you idiots to wake up, yeah, and Spotify that shit, and then buy his album on iTunes. Yeah. Again, I think it's like just because it's a different type of, like we've said, it's very bluesy. It's a different. It's, so it's not bluesy, a popular type of music, uh-huh. like with gypsy punk and stuff. When you, like. <laughs> A gypsy punk has probably never existed before Gogo Bordello, but it's that and and blues. I mean, blues is popular. It's not popular. It's, it's not as popular. I feel like it's, it's not, dying out. Oh, and, more than dying out. It's fucking and dead. I thought that he, you know, like this fresh faced. He's gorgeous. Would probably He's bring Scottish. it back. He's got an Italian background. Mm-hmm. You idiots. And it didn't should work. Should be all over this. Um, but it's good. It's I working. Mean, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge blues fan. I like, you know, some some things. But he is... He's relatable to, as a, you know... Yeah, you but, can and he dance. Has that voice. Yeah. Here's the thing about both of the bands. Try to listen to any song and sit still. <laughs> you yeah. can't fucking do it. You yeah. can't listen to Gogol Bordello mm-hmm. or Paolo Nutini and sit still. No. You can't. It's not going to put you to sleep. Mm-mm. You're going to be awake. You're going to be, you're going to feel vibrant. Yeah, work out to that And shit. you're going to fucking <laughs> dance around your house or your apartment or your fucking trailer. You are going to dance. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's blues, but it's also got this funk infusion. It's got rock. Um... So, Apollo has three albums that I know of. These Streets and Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up is extremely fun. Yeah. These Streets is like a a teenager who's getting into himself. He's Mm -hmm. he's learning the ropes. Um, He's learning how to produce and to, to, to make music. Sunny Side Up is like a professional who's been doing it for 40 years. It's just perfect. Each song is perfect. Each each out like every um also so, one we just listened to, Pencil Full of Lead. Yeah, Pencil Full of Lead is a great song. It, everything has like thirty instruments in the songs and and it's just it's so well produced. I don't know who his producer was for these, but I have no idea. Bravo or brava, because yeah. holy shit, they're perfect. And even the like, you know, he'll have a couple of dance tunes, and then he'll have sadder songs, and then he'll have dance tunes, and then he'll have slow songs, and it's like this is evenly paced perfectly. Because this is how I want to feel. I want to feel up, and then I want to feel a little down, and then I want to feel fucking up, and then I want to feel a little down. I see. Sorry, I'm like snooping. 10 out of 10 is so fucking cute. Oh, his song 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like him, like, I don't know how to describe it. He's like trying to be, he's going to be perfect. He's going to be gentleman. Right. It's got a lot of South American vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, I wrote here that it, it sounds like like a mariachi band almost. Kind of. Yeah. And so does so do a lot of the songs like Pencil Full of Blood. They're very um they're very South American, which is cool cuz like 
his first album was very bluesy and mm-hmm. soulful, and then his second album is very uh, South American, like mariachi, and then his third album is very funk. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much funk. He He's he's everywhere, and he's everything. Yeah. For being as young as he is, I mean, he's still in his 20s. <sighs> what do you think it would have been like if it was Paolo doing that Uptown Funk song? Oh, the Bruno Mars? <laughs> Instead of Bruno uh, What is that guy? Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars? Yeah. Yeah, Paolo, you Paolo should. Paolo could have nailed it. Oh, I'm no. waiting I mean, for him to do I'm waiting for that cover, Paolo. Uptown <laughs> Funk is extremely, it's an so extremely fun. fun song and an extremely fun it's video. It's a huge, big throwback yeah. to Yeah, to everything. Motown to Motown, to Jackson James Brown, Michael Jackson. It's a great song. It's a great video. And I think if Paolo was looking for his next big... Cover. Cover. That one. Uptown Funk, bro. <laughs> Uptown Funk. We got your back, Paolo. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, wow. Yeah. I, just between these two, two fucking Europeans, like, they're so... <sighs> I don't know what it is if it just doesn't translate the same, because I feel like there's a lot of artists that do come over here for a minute. Yeah. And then, but they're still huge. Like, Kylie like, Minogue, really oh. random, is huge over Robbie there. Williams she, is gigantic yeah. and they just Europe. like they're not what happened we're not, we're not listening to that here. they like they were here for a one a minute yeah millennium yeah and then they're gone and then they're gone but it's like I didn't hate either of them. oh I, I love them yeah, yeah I love their their music and then and then they just kind of I don't know didn't take with the rest of America um. Yeah, it's a weird thing where they have like one, yeah. and, and Americans go on, go on to believe, oh, there's a one-hit wonder, and it's like, no, they're no. fucking huge stars overseas. Got, yeah, it and, makes me wonder like what over here, like that came from America, yeah. is not big over there anymore, but still freaking huge here, like is... Like, I just keep, for some reason, I keep thinking Britney Spears. Like, is she still massive Ah, uh, I don't know. There? Like, <laughs> yeah. You like, know, like, because I feel like Kylie Minogue is, like, the Britney of yeah. Europe. She might, I don't yeah. know if that's offensive yeah, or not. Kylie might be offended <laughs> but, by that, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Kylie. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't... I don't know why that happens, where, they're, yeah. where, like, Paolo came over and had one big hit, and then we didn't seem to latch on to him like we should have. Well, we did. But you and I did, but I'm talking about America, um, did. America didn't latch on. He's, you know, his songs and movies and TV shows and mm-hmm. things. And I think most people, if I sang, hit, I got some new shoes on, like they're like, oh people yeah, I know that song. It, but it's yeah. like, no, but you idiots, if you listen to. Well, the problem with our country is I don't think we listen to whole albums anymore. It's just songs, yeah. It's just certain songs. I'm guilty of that too. And I am but too sometimes. If there's like a song that I like really, really love, yeah, I will go and list, mm-hmm. you know, you can sample, you can do, you know, Dude, do a little, little sample. Spotify has yeah. fucking everything. Mm-hmm. You just, like, I listen, I don't, I own both of, uh, I own the first two albums by Paolo. I haven't bought the third one yet just because I'm lazy and haven't gone to Best Buy, but um, I listen to his whole album on Spotify. Everything is on Spotify. Even yeah. Taylor Swift, who doesn't want to be on Spotify, is on Spotify. You know what I mean? Like, like I can listen to anything on there. Or um, 
RDO, RDIO, you can listen to anything, or Google Play, everything is on these things. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no excuse for you to be so lazy that you don't hit two buttons and listen to a whole album. Right. America should be on this shit by now. Like, I mean, it's one thing if you listen to a few songs and don't like it, I guess. Yeah. But at least oh, give obviously. it a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you can. It's like you said, it's so easy and free. When we were younger, we had to go to Best Buy yeah. or some record store. You couldn't just, I mean, they had singles, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But you couldn't listen to an entire album. You could, yeah, you couldn't sample. You just bought it and just hoped for the best. Yeah, you're like, oh, I like that song on the radio. I have to buy the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now you don't have to fucking do that. That's insane. You can buy each individual song. Which, which is, I like. But... Which I really like. But I'm just saying buy each individual song. These guys are so good. Mm-hmm. They are not going to be disappointed. I feel like with them, they're... Because, you know, you buy a, an album, there's there's definitely more songs that you like. It's not one of those duds that you buy when you're like, oh, I love that one song on the radio, I'm going to buy their album, and then you hate everything yeah. else on there. No, there will be others that you will like on yeah. both of their records right. that you want to get. Going back to Britney Spears, it's like, I always like her radio hits, but I'm not going to buy her entire album, right? Yeah. Sorry, Brit. I've sampled them. I will say that. I just didn't like them. And yeah. that's fine. As long as you sample Obviously, it some, it. someone is there going like, this is the hit. This is the hit. Put this on the radio. Don't put that on the radio. Right. Uh, was it the same with like Katy Perry and shit? You're not going to be disappointed with Paolo. You're not going to be disappointed with Eugene Hutz. Each song is better than the next or just as equally as good. And mm-hmm. like I said, you're not going to be able to just sit there. You're gonna have to get yeah. up and fucking move. You're gonna. It, th- these are two bands where you're gonna want to be alone in your house to listen to because you're gonna dance your stupid <laughs> ass off too. You are gonna dance so hard that the floors are gonna shake. And they're also, if anyone else is like me, which I'm sure there are, I'm always looking for new things to listen to, new people to listen to, just because you know stuff gets old sometimes when you they play like the same five people on the radio yeah over, it's and, over and over again um, it's not even a top 40 it's literally a it's top literally five seven. people yeah. and then like all their songs in the top again yeah. and again and again right but i love taylor I'm swift to- <laughs> but i i don't need to hear uh to hear shake it off again i love her i think she's great i think she's super smart and intelligent and i like her lyrics and i everything but i don't need to hear shake it off again Mm -hmm. because it's on seven radio stations all at the same time 35 times a day yeah so if you're looking for something new to try out or listen to try gogo bordello yeah paolo nutini paolo p-a-o-l-o yeah n-u-t I and I <laughs> and they're not again. They're not necessarily like you've probably heard one or two of uh-huh. their songs. They're not completely unknown or anything like that. Not, but no. but give their other stuff a listen. You won't be disappointed. And watch That's wrist fun. cutters. Yeah, wrist cutters. Everything is illuminated. Oh God, watch wrist cutters. Check out filth and wisdom. We will. Yeah, <laughs> we're still on that. <laughs> Like, still on their music. Madonna may be hard to like these days because she's so incredibly full of herself. But she, you know, back in the 80s and whatnot, she knew what she was doing. She was smart and talented, and she knows good taste. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she or she has good taste. She knows what's 
what's good. She knows what's talented. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Madonna right now would make a great producer. Yeah. She needs to produce shit, and she needs to start with Eugene. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe knock it off trying to be young and kissing the, the young pop stars. We don't need to see that. Yeah, stop being creepy. Stop being creepy, Madonna. Be real and, mm-hmm. like, fucking start producing because you know we, we all know you have talent and we know you're yeah. great. Stop being narcissistic. Stop pretending you're young. None of us are young anymore. Mm-hmm. You get old. Yeah. Embrace it and be a fucking producer because that's where the money's at. <laughs> you could produce some great shit like Eugene Hutz. Yeah. I, I feel I... like she might have started, I don't know if she, I don't think she, I don't know if she produces or not, but for a while there, I thought she was going to do something with them, because they did the, that mm-hmm. concert, and then the, the movie. Right, but then um, she then just started stopped. kissing yeah, young she, girls, and it's, she, you know what, sorry Madonna fans, but she's very, she seems to jump from one thing to another, like if. She's so like, like, is this going to make me big again? Yeah. Or is this going to so make like, me Yeah. And I don't think that's fully her fault. It's probably the people around her. Yeah. But she's very, I don't want to say, I guess, trendy, but she, she'll she be obsessed with something for a little while and then she'll move on to something else and, like, the other thing didn't even happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Kabbalah right. like, shit. Like, yeah, like, oh, Kabbalah. Yeah. Oh, let me get, let me attach myself to Eugene. Oh, let me make out with Britney Spears or, yeah. Well, who did she make uh, out with? Christina. Uh, Christina I don't know. Katy Perry. Yeah. I don't know. She fucking made out with somebody. Miley Cyrus. I don't know. She made out with some dumb pop star. I don't need to see that. I know. I know you're. You're not fooling anyone. We know your age, and it's not a bad thing to be older. All it means is when you're older, is you're wiser. You've been through shit, and I think you should fucking produce because mm-hmm. I think you'd be great at it. Yeah. And you're not listening to this anyways, but maybe no. Guy Ritchie is. <laughs> I know they're not together anymore, but he could be, I think they still talk, so he could be like, Madonna, this is right. He's like British, right? I can't, Madonna, this is right. You should just like get on it and like start to produce yeah. things and I'll, and like I'll direct the videos and you produce the music. That's my good, guy, Richie. That's not a good. No, he's way more like Cockney, like like white trashy. We well, yeah, like snatch. What did you do? Snatch, snatch and rock and roll. Yeah. And yeah, I can't talk like Guy Richie, but anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, is just go listen to Paolo and Eugene and have fun. You'll have fun. There's no way you won't have Listening fun. Listening to them. Yeah. Oh my god, let's go mm-hmm. listen to them now. Okay. All right, let's pretend right. like we're we're running into the sense, sunset, listening to a collaboration by Paolo and Eugene. Oh my God, that <laughs> needs to happen. <laughs> I died. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna go put on a Paolo song and a Gogo Bordello song and at see the what same time yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. Bye, Bye, friends. <laughs>